Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, And what a month it has been. I mean, we started the month with talking to our director friend Danny about his scary movies, and then we talked about Ryan and going through haunted mazes and things, and then, geez, Pat last week, and death. So much death. Um, but this week, we're going to round off our Halloween month with our uh, our friend, Kate. Hi, Kate. Hello. Have you brought me a story of murder? Um, close to murder. <laughs> Yay! I didn't, get, I didn't get to kill anyone, but I came pretty close. <laughs> Yay! Who hasn't? I mean, really. <laughs> uh, our friend Kate here uh, is a member of all the Star Wars groups in New England, uh, the New England Garrison, as well as Alderaan Base, correct? Correct. Ah, nailed it. You did. Got him right. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I know. We were talking before the episode started. I was like, oh, I'm going to totally screw this up. And I didn't. So. You didn't. You did. Call it a win. The number of times I have had to correct people is astronomical. <laughs> it, and honestly, on a no bones day, not bad. Not bad. There you go. <laughs> uh, what wonderful tales have you woven for us today, dear? I'm very excited. So I have been staffing conventions for entirely too long, and mm -hmm. we went down to staff Oticon, and we were working on the main events staff, and had, and I can't remember if this was two different years or the same year, but we mostly did um, the concerts and the masquerade and big events, so, mm -hmm. and the we had two different concerts that were a nightmare and masquerade that year was a nightmare and so the first concert was Aya Hirano and it mm -hmm. was right when Haruhi uh Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya had come out and was like hugely popular and so we had our staff and she was gonna sell merch at the end of the concert and we, so we were all like around the room during the concert, making sure people weren't taking pictures with their flash and everything else so that there weren't any accidents and whatever. And then right. at the end of the thing, we went to the back of the room so that we could be prepared for when the influx of people came to get in line for the merch. Mm -hmm. Well, the end of the concert comes, she does her last song and goes, let's take a selfie together. And so everyone pretty much storms the stage. Oh boy. Now, the Baltimore Convention Center has a their main the main events room is in the basement. It is literally a dungeon pit in the basement. <laughs> and the way Oticon does it is they let um special needs guests come in first and sit in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Well, this concert, we have a paraplegic oh, in a no. wheelchair on a vent, oh, like God. not a ventilator, but oxygen. Sure. Um, in front row center, which is right where she's decided everybody should come take a selfie. Oh, boy. And the only person up there is a great staffer, but legally blind or very close to it great staffer never any issues but he is stuck up there for this influx and the rest of us are in the back the fact that this kid did not die 
the the attendee was right. a miracle. And we so we all like see this happening, rush the stage and event and we do get, you know, there before the attendees get there and before everybody gets crushed. But the moment of panic when she says this, it's like, oh my God. And the worst part of it was the worst part of it was is we had talked to her manager beforehand and there was discussion about whether she was going to do it and the manager said no she's not going to do it because we had raised all these issues with like why it wasn't a good idea sure, and sure. the manager's like no 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 she's not going to do it and then she does it and we're like oh my god <laughs> nobody died so that was good so yeah so like so a person almost died getting rushed to the stage because well and i like if we had had an emergency, I don't know how we were going to get this kid, like any of these people out. Like, why would you ever think it was a good idea to do something like that? Like, please, I, everyone, come on stage with me right now. It's like, no, 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 maybe not. No, please don't do that. Well, no, it wasn't even on stage. Like, she was going to stay on the stage, and they were going to be like right beneath the stage. Like, yeah, we all know how that ends up going. Yeah, it was not going to go well. No, I don't know how. Oh, well, if I'm this close, I can get this close, or I can get this close. I can get up on the deck. No, no, you yeah, can't. Exactly. And like, oh. our staff is great, but we're not professional bouncers. Like, this is not our job. So, <laughs> no. actually, getting like a crazed fanboy who's gonna get up there, we're not gonna stop him. Like, most of us oh, are small, God. geeky children. Like, we're not doing this. <laughs> We don't go to the gym and we watch a lot of anime and we're squishy. Please be gentle with us. Please don't break us. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> oh no. So everybody was okay though, right? Like no one got like crushed. Everybody did ultimately be okay. And we, despite multiple protests to, couldn't we put the special needs individuals closer to the exit so that if there was an emergency they could get out of this dungeon to help it that was not changed sure sure oh, so good. that was fun but now they're moved to dc so it's no longer an issue so that's right good. much bigger space so wait why was the masquerade a nightmare um so let's go let's do the cons the other concert first okay 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 it is a whole so the second concert was um, Yoko Kano, which was an amazing concert. She did the music mm-hmm. for Cowboy Bebop and a million other shows and did this right. piano intimate show, which was amazing. And the concert was perfect. The attendees were super well behaved. Nobody was taking pictures. Everybody was really respectful. It was great. She leaves, comes back to do the encore. And it is 2014, so it's the anniversary, 200th anniversary, I think, of the writing of the Star-Spangled Banner in Baltimore. So Fort it was written at Fort McHenry, which is literally a train ride, like 15 minutes outside of the city. Right. And so she sits down at the piano and starts playing the Star-Spangled Banner. Like, I'm still getting goosebumps, like, thinking about it because it was really Uh surreal and cool and just beautiful yeah yeah and then halfway through the song out come the lighters what 
because they are gonna sit here and like wave their lighter as she plays the song. Wait, in the basement. <laughs> that's help not. That's not a no. song that I would think of pulling a lighter out for. <laughs> yep, but they did. And it, cause it, it wasn't like the, you know, the usual version where it's like loud and at the ball field or whatever. It was a quiet, like, tasteful arrangement, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I get, yeah. Just... But yeah, like two different people pulled out lighters and I went from like the corner near the stage, like up the middle aisle and like the kid that had the lighter was halfway in the middle of like a clump of seats. Mm-hmm. So I'm like jumping over everybody, all these like attendees to get this kid to put the lighter down because we are in this basement hell pit and someone's right. going to die. Like if, if a fire had started, if he had dropped it or if it had caught the Yu-Gi-Oh cosplayer in front of him's hair, like they were going down. Yeah. Like the, and no there was fire, fire bad. Yeah. Like, you want to take out your phone and do the little lighter app that we all did in 2014? You go for it. But yeah, no, no fire. fire. (laughs) Who let them have fire? (laughs) I don't even know. Oh, my God. What's wrong with people? (laughs) I don't even know, like, how you would think this was okay. Like, the amount of hairspray and flammables (laughs) at a acrylics flammable fabrics yeah and wigs and everything else is just gonna go up oh my god and i think that was the last year we staffed (laughs) yeah that sounds like oh my god so two concerts people almost got crushed to death and somebody tried to set people on fire yep so the second story was uh, or the next one, the next, and I don't remember if this was the same year. I don't think it was. Was the masquerade, and we were doing uh-huh. security for that. And the masquerade, when Oticon was in Baltimore, was in a separate building, a little, a couple blocks down. Uh-huh. It wasn't in the convention center. There wasn't really space for it, so it was in the some kind of arena. I don't remember what, and. We meet these two kids walking, like, we're walking from our hotel to it, and these two kids come up and they're like, because they saw our staff shirts, they're like, oh, do you know where the masquerade is? And we're like, oh, absolutely, just follow us, we're going there, you can get in line when you get there. So they follow us, no problem, very, you know, nice kids, very excited to be there, uh, cute little couple. We get there, Uh drop them in the line, go in, do the, you know, get ready, get everybody loaded in, no problems. About halfway through the concert, or the masquerade, this woman comes up to a fellow staffer and says, have you seen these two children? And they're like 13, 14. And we're like, oh God, yeah, we did we're pretty sure these are the kids that we literally escorted here. And she is pissed. And we show her where they're seated and she drags them out. 
And she's like, I told you you weren't allowed to come. I told you we were going to the hotel room because we were going to dinner. Like, rips into them. The girl wasn't supposed to leave with the guy because they're, like, secret dating because they're 13. (laughs) And the worst part of it was, is, like, the girl in the couple has this sister who has done nothing wrong like she has she is clearly like a super excited like 15 16 year old otaku this is possibly her first con and she's like clearly devastated because she knows her con is over Mm -hmm. because of the sister and she eventually like drags him out the masquerade goes on with none of the attendees the wiser but it was like oh my god we just escorted romeo and juliet here to this (laughs) event oh no (laughs) yeah so that was a thing oh my god (laughs) romeo and juliet (laughs) it like the way she was going into it it was like you are not supposed to be dating this boy oh boy how like, dare you date a Montague? Seriously, it was <laughs> like okay. Oh no! You know they write mangas about shit like that, right? That you couldn't make this stuff up. I mean, you can because <laughs> that's what manga does, right? You're like, wait, wait, I've read this somewhere before. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my god, I feel so bad. I like security is probably the hardest job at a convention. Can we talk about that for a minute? It really is. I mean, like I said, like people put their time and their effort and everything into all the planning and the organizing and all the stuff for their events and things like that. All the respect in the world. But the poor security people at conventions. It's like some of the stuff they have to handle and deal with and like see that cannot be unseen. And I love like I'm glad that we have like a buffer between our security dealing with something before it gets escalated to like location security mm-hmm. so like it at anime boston which is another convention that i staff we have our security which is just volunteers for anime boston but then there's mm-hmm. also like the hind security and then it gets escalated to the boston police department which has happened on a couple of occasions but like i'm so glad that we have a buffer between our people before the Heinz people or the Sheraton people have to get involved because like half the stuff the kids are doing doesn't really need to be disrupted. It's right. fine. They just need to be watched and told like, Hey guys, you're getting a little rowdy or you can't block traffic. Please move right. from the top of the escalator. This is not a good place for a photo shoot. Right. Can you please be a person for five minutes? You're forgetting yeah. how to be a person. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine being a norm like security person and trying no. to deal with it. Although we have like we have a number of security hind security people who specifically request to work anime Boston. And mm-hmm. one of them we've chatted with over the years and he's like this is the only event that my grandkids want to come see me at. Aww. And like he gets you know he can get him in because he's working in the co- the you know he's yeah. working the event and it's like you get to spend the weekend with you know not with your grandkids but when you're on break and stuff you can see them and it's like oh i love that that's awesome oh yeah 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 no but like seriously like if you see a security person at a convention you thank them yeah 
you tell them thank you thank you and try to not you know make their lives miserable yeah geez just do what they're asking you to do because if you do it the first time they ask you they're not going to get mad you know it's not going to escalate because everybody's tired everybody's frazzled so it's like please just you know right just do what we're telling you to do there's probably (laughs) a reason yeah, they're like they're just you know like it's the one of the hardest positions to staff too. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. wants to be like in cosplay or you know video games and all that stuff. It's like trying to convince somebody to like tell people no all weekend. I mean, I would love that job. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I so thoroughly enjoy it, but <laughs> I would thoroughly enjoy being like no all weekend long personally because I'm that kind of person. But just trying to get people to be security, like it's tough. My favorite was always working um, 18 plus events because mm-hmm. we worked a couple of conventions as security and worked 18 plus events. And one of the Boston conventions is not so great about policing 18 plus or having any security whatsoever. And we were literally brought on to fix it. Hmm. So like all of the staff, all of the security staff that year was Anime Boston staff, and a friend of mine and I got put on um, guard door door duty for an eighteen plus event, and we're like, we're not letting anybody in without an ID. Really simple. Yeah. No ID, no access. I don't care how old you are. Mm-hmm. And we did, you know, catch a number of little children trying to get get in, and with like school IDs. I'm like, mm-mm. This does not have your birthday on it. You could get into the con with this, but you're not getting into this event. Right. And we had so many, like, adults fight us. And it was so funny. And, like, at the time, we didn't think anything of it. Like, we were like, what is wrong with you people? And now, after pandemic and nobody can follow directions, I know that more of the population is like this. But it's like, (laughs) no, if you don't have your ID, you don't get in. I don't care right. that you're clearly 70 years old and going to this hentai panel. Not my problem. Gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching you, old man. <laughs> I'd really like to not be, but go get your ID right. if you want to come watch your porn. Right. You've given me no choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, 18 plus events. I mean, I could get into some stories about certain oh, conventions sure. and being oh yeah about, yeah but we can't get into that i think for legal reasons i can't say anything so yeah <laughs> probably not a good choice L- lest i be sued for having an opinion on something but i mean long story short have your id on you and then also the person checking the ids make sure that they know how to check a fake id i work as a yeah. bartender when i'm not working at conventions and like doing a podcast and everything else I mean, that's like the like the hardest thing to do. Not really a convention story, but I remember we had to go to like training. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a, like a liquor thing. And yep. they do. They have a whole book of IDs that they've confiscated from people to be like, these are all fake IDs. Can you tell us what's wrong with them? And it's like some of the some of them are like blatantly obvious. It's like obviously mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, this person doesn't look like this person. Or that's obviously not the right birth date. Or this is expired. Yeah. Right. My favorite one, though... <laughs> Uh, was I had the ID in my hand and I flipped it over and there was nothing on the back of it. Oh, nice. Nothing. 
Wow. That's I good. always flip IDs. Like yeah. from that moment on. And that was like almost, God, 15 years ago, I took that class, right? Mm. And from that day on, whenever I get an ID, I always flip it over to see if there's a back on it. And people like are like, why are you checking the back of my ID? And I'm like, to make sure it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? I've so. seen plenty. I've seen them without. <laughs> I've seen shit. <laughs> so yeah. Just a just a little bit of a you know helpful hint there. If you're checking IDs, always flip it over because you never know. Well, I mean, aside from like you know all the hassles of security and trying to burn things down, um, we've also cosplayed together. Um, you have a you have an awesome working cosplay. More often right? than we knew, rather. I know. Right? <laughs> I didn't even realize. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, I cosplayed that with you, and then, yeah, because, like... Like, all these pictures surface of the two of us, it's just like, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, because it was really funny, because, like, when I first got into cosplay and conventions, uh, Full Metal Alchemist was big, and I think mm-hmm. you were playing Hughes at that point. Most likely. And I had Ariza... But my sister played Hughes, and I have the cutest picture of you, like, showing off the pic- you're You both have the pictures of his daughter, and you're both <laughs> showing them off to each other. And the cutest picture. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen this picture. You have to send I'll it to me. I'll have to find it, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Hughes, uh, I told you, Hughes happened by accident. Did you ever hear that story? No. Okay, so, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist was a thing, and I had the Hots for Roy Mustang. Who didn't? True. Um, and we went to PortCon, mm-hmm. and I had made all of my friends different Full Metal Alchemist costumes that didn't already have one. So we'd have like a huge group, which right. was a big deal at the time at PortCon because whoever saw large groups of like the same thing at one time, yeah, no, nobody. So I was Mustang, and then I had made like the um, the dinner outfit for Hughes, like the pink and pink oh, shirt yeah. with the black um, for one of my friends. And long story short, they weren't having fun at PortCon, so they just left in the middle of the night. Oh, I mean. And I was like, okay, bye. Like, we went to an event and came back, and they left us this long note about, hey, we're not having fun. We're leaving. Deuces. Like, see you later. Wow. And I was pissed, because I was like, I put all of this time and effort to get, like, a picture and stuff, and, like, yeah. you know, make stuff for this Hughes costume. And so the next day we were like, it was the Sunday of the convention. And I was like, well, I want to be Hughes for a minute. Like, let's just see. Cause I had we the glasses already that were time. like square and everything. I slick my hair back. And the next thing I know, it's like turned into a thing. Wow. <laughs> like that's, that's what I was known for for the longest time was yeah. like cosplaying Maze Hughes. And it was just, I mean, like, it was so funny. Cause I was like, as much as I love Roy Mustang, it's like, why didn't I think to be Hughes the first time? The like first, I didn't even yeah. think about it. Well, especially since it's such a, f- he's such a fun character. Oh my god, can, he's so much fun. You have, I have such good interaction, easy interactions with people with like, look at the oh. pictures of my daughter. <laughs> look at my daughter! <laughs> <laughs> so good. Actually, uh, speaking of pictures surfacing, there was one that my friend tagged me in Holly um, mm-hmm. of me with her husband. Um, and he was uh, dressed up as the um, the general there. Um, who ends up, like, he's a different character in the manga than he is in the tv show but he's yeah. one of the um and it's just a picture of me and i literally have the like wallet of pictures like folded out oh wow and the sheer terror in his face is so good oh cla- perfect and that's kind of in character too <laughs> right but oh man yeah no i would definitely i would definitely do maze hughes again in a heartbeat i, I miss playing hughes 
it's almost time for it to be like retro right terrifying right who knows maybe he'll show up at ab next year maybe i will uh maybe i'll remake the costume and i will reappear again you never know i'll have to see if reese is still in the attic somewhere yeah my god can you imagine we just go (laughs) okay but also can we talk about how it would be sad we go to this convention dressed in like full metal alchemist and we're considered retro womp womp yeah (laughs) my heart old (laughs) (laughs) oh god right in the field (laughs) yeah damn Damn. well wow that's it wow yeah wait I, it's like it's funny because you just you think like no that doesn't age us but how long has that show been out i have to look it up now like how long has like full metal alchemist been a thing because let's see i cosplayed as hughes no mustang crazy. before i had a full hughes costume 2005 yeah god is it not since 2004 that's almost 20 years jesus oh my god i'm gonna yeah. throw up because i think be that was i think i got into it in like oh eight or nine I know. I'm going to be so upset in like 20 minutes. Huh? Okay, so the manga started coming out in 2001. So it's 20 years old. Yeah, the, wow. the original anime came out in 2003. Fuck my life. Yep. That is. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> wow. 20 minutes of the episode just us going shit man <laughs> shit we're old how did this happen yeah, we're old. we've been doing this for way too long no <laughs> wait no cowboy well cowboy bebop's 25 isn't it oh yeah i remember the cowboy bebop 20th anniversary and i thought yeah, 90 that... oh god it's older yeah oh, I I remember... no because i yeah remember feeling oh. old when that was 20 and when ava was 20 i was like how is that possible 98 oh math is hard <laughs> yeah don't do it it just makes your brain hurt and makes you sad no man i'm doing it i'm gonna hurt myself it's fine 23 cowboy Bop is 23 years old <laughs> oh no i remember watching that on toonami i miss oh yeah Toonami. it was great that was like the best place to find things Oh yeah, it was like Big O, which I, pff, who knows what Big O is? I do, Nobody but you would, probably yeah. do. But yeah, like, but... who honestly like knows what the like, Big O? I remember that it used to show in the morning, also mm-hmm. right before I had to go to school. Nice. It was like five thirty in the morning, and I could watch it. Yeah. But like that, and then Cowboy Bebop and yep. Dragon Ball Z. But it was unedited Dragon Ball Z because they had they had it right. during the afternoon with all the edits in it, so you didn't see all the blood. Yeah. But and then, then at night, they, yeah, show you at night they showed the real one. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And then, God, what else? Uh, Fully Cooly, obviously. Yep. And I remember, oh, I don't, was Inuyasha? No, Inuyasha was on Adult Swim. It was on Adult Swim, but I think they showed it sometimes on Toonami. Like, as we got into, like, the later episodes when things got a little bit yeah, more hairy. Think, yeah, that's, I think that's true. Yeah. Yep. Um, I remember watching that. Hmm, what else, what else, what else? Um... <laughs> Trying to think well, but of, like, showed for a little bit. Yep. Oh, what else? So was... many. Trigun. Oh, yep. That was another big one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh man, Toonami. Now it's like now it's funny because I watch like you know every once in a while you're like clicking through the TV and you're like oh it's Toonami hour and you turn on the TV and you look at it and you're just like what is any what of this? is this? This <laughs> is, is this? not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> what? <laughs> like oh, 
I know I'm so behind on animes. I feel bad because oh, like everybody has such cute little costumes and stuff, and I'm like, "What are you from?" And then they rattle off like some ten word anime, and I'm just like, "It's cute." I like <laughs> you it. Look, you look great. Not Yuri on Ice. Like, I think Got the it. last thing I watched was Yuri on Ice. <laughs> yeah, I loved Yuri on Ice. It was great, and so I good. I was played from that, but right? I can't remember what else. Like since. <laughs> I know. Um, I feel like I've watched something else recently, but it just. I'm know. supposed to be watching the girls' hockey one that just started, but I haven't. Oh, there's a girls' started. hockey one. Yeah, so it's apparently about like a real. T- it's based on a real team or something, and it's about girls who play hockey. And I'm like oh. here for that because I love hockey. Oh wow, that's fun. Yeah, definitely have to like let me in on that. Oh, I watched that new Inuyasha. That's what I've watched. Like the sequel or something, or the oh, kids. Yeah. I don't know. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't watch it. I've I've watched like three episodes of it, and I was just kind of like, mm, I feel like Inuyasha was long enough. We didn't need a sequel. Yeah, Inuyasha was the one that told taught me never to get involved in shonen manga again. <laughs> right. Because I read it like all the way through. I would look for scans, like the day Mm -hmm. it came out in japan Mm -hmm. and it just kept going and then like i started working at borders which is actually how i got into anime boston in the first place but also Um, talk about aging yourself borders yikes right yeah (laughs) that's a whole nother thing i was like oh well i like the bleach you know i like watching bleach so i'll read the manga no no (laughs) don't do that i stopped i didn't ever do it but I thought about it, and I was like, no, you did Inuyasha. You don't need to do this again. Oh, God. I remember watching Bleach. I thought, like, I literally watched so much bootleg of that. I think I watched, oh, like, yeah. almost the first hundred episodes or whatever of it, like, in Japanese in, like, two weeks. It's like, yeah. what am I doing with my life? Why, yeah, what is, how is this my life? <laughs> right, why is this my life? <laughs> I gotta quit, man. I gotta quit. Well, the thing is, with, like, the Inuyasha, we should have known that was going to be, like, the longest, like, show ever. Because same person wrote Ranma one half, and I think right, Ranma we should have learned our lesson, end. and we didn't. We did not. <laughs> It'll be different this time, guys. It'll be fun and short. No, that's a lie. <laughs> uh, no clamp though. No. See, the thing with clamp is like they want to like write like a thousand things. They really just and... want to write fanfic. Right, and then they don't finish any of it. Right. Which is also what happens in most of the fanfic I read. Right. Infuriating. The one that makes me the most mad, though, and talk about aging myself. Oh, X. Yep. Oh, God, X is yeah. probably, and someday, and I think I've talked about it on here before, someday all of our friends will get together and we will cosplay as that entire cast. Nice. That'll be fun. God is my witness. We will someday. do that friggin' cosplay. Talking about dating ourselves, yeah. Yeah. No one will know. But, but it's like, you had, okay, you had a movie that ended differently than the anime. Yep. And then the manga has no ending. Yeah. No ending. Didn't end great. Like, where they stopped writing it. Wasn't a good place. They stopped drawing people. Was a terrible way to just, like, leave a cliffhanger. 18 volumes. No ending. Yep. And then it's like I said, the show ending's different than the movie ending. The so movie. it's just like, well, which one's the real it, ending? your own. <laughs> it's literally Clue. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> this is what happened. But this is what really happened. 
this is what could have happened. <laughs> Write your own. Oh, God. And that was like one of my like first animes outside the realm of Toonami, too. I found it like at Walmart. The first DVD was at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the first stuff we watched, we got at Suncoast, I think. And we were watching Fushigi Yugi on like the TV in the history room at in my high school before, because mm-hmm. we would have like a break between our class, like class school ended, and then we'd have a break before like rehearsal for plays began. Mm-hmm. And because the I went to an all girls school, and the boys had to get over from the boys school to, you know, for the rehearsal, and we would literally sit in. The cl- like the history classroom and watch Fushigi Yugi and Kenshin. Oh God, like, Kenshin! Kenshin! That was the other one on Toonami. Yep. <laughs> oh God, Kenshin! That... <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, I love. Also, Kenshin. should have learned not to get involved with Shonen after that. Didn't yeah, seriously, we, have, we don't learn. No, <laughs> nobody learns. No. <laughs> You're just like, oh, this is fun. And then 300 episodes later, you're like, what have I done? Why? How, how have I lost my, this much of my life to this? <laughs> Why am I still invested? <laughs> what do you mean it's still finishing? <laughs> I've been at this oh, for 20 God. years. <laughs> what do you mean the manga's not done? <laughs> See, kids these days don't get it. Their shows last 20 episodes and they're done. And they move on yeah. with their lives. It is so much easier. Like, and they can get them. <laughs> yup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's wait two months for the next tape, VHS, to come out. Forget DVD. With two episodes. With two episodes. Oh, and by the way, there's an edited and an unedited tape, so make sure you grab the right one. Yeah. Escaflone was the worst on that one. (gasps) Oh, Escaflone. That was such a good show. The original was. The edited version made no sense. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely not. The one they showed on TV. Yeah, on Fox Kids or whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, what's happening? I realized that you were sold this as a mecha show, but it's really not. So just stop that trying there. that. Edited version of um, Digimon? Yep. I died. And they just totally breezed over the fact that that kid was dead. Yep. Just not even going to acknowledge it. Right? We're just like acknowledging he just died in Matt's arms. Yeah. <laughs> It was also just how like insulting some of the edits were. It was like we were—I think it was Pokemon where they changed an onigiri to a donut, and it's like that's clearly not a donut. Like kids are smart enough to know that's not a donut. Culture them for God's sakes. At least they do that now. They won't. They'll just say it's an onigiri, and you can look it up. Yep. Yep. Telling you, kids today, man. No idea. No. And we're not even, like, the first generation of crazy. I know! Look at Pat D! (laughs) I mean, that's a whole nother level of crazy. I mean, Jesus, like, we can't even go there. There's not enough time. No. I love you, Patrick. (laughs) We literally wouldn't be here without you. Literally none of us would be here. (laughs) It's true. It is. He is our grandfather of anime. He'll be like, oh, grandfather, thanks, bitch. Thanks. Okay, we'll edit it. We'll edit it. I'm going to totally forget to we'll make it out. sound nice. Yeah, we'll make it, it is nice. <laughs> oh, man. Well, 
Kate, thank you so much for being on. This was fun. It was. <laughs> See? We talked about we talked about spoopy stories at the beginning of people trying to cause havoc at conventions, and then it turned into a horror show of how old we are. So really, did. A, a great way Yay. to end the month. <laughs> <laughs> old! <laughs> yeah, well. That's okay. We're still fun. So it's still yeah, like I said, like we can just like look at kids and go, you have no idea. No. <laughs> you are welcome. And you're gonna sit here and do the same thing in twenty years. So don't even uh-huh. look at me now. Yeah, right? She's like, mm-hmm, yep, you. All bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I'll see you. You want to come be security staff? Yeah, right. <laughs> want to be a bouncer? Yeah. <laughs> we need young, excited children. Yeah, we won't break true. you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rip your soul out. Here, watch us Caflone. <laughs> see you in 20 episodes. Bye! Have fun! <laughs> Bye! You won't be traumatized for life. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Oh my god, just make them watch like the end of Trigon, the end of Escaflone, yep. the end of Evangelion. God. We were some terrible things to watch. <laughs> like, what are traumatizing Cowboy, yeah, ending? Cowboy Bebop also doesn't have a great oh, end. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I just I, it's funny, I started rewatching Cowboy Bebop not too recently and mm-hmm. I um I totally skipped over the last episode. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yep. <laughs> I can't do it, I won't do it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of them where um, I'm like, nope, I've done it once and I never need to do it again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, is there anything you'd like to promote while you're here, dear? Um, I guess come visit the 501st and Rebel Legion booth at Rhode Island Comic Con. We will be on the top floor, as we always are in our little corner of corner of the galaxy, I guess. Woohoo! Yeah. The best part of Rhode Island Comic Con is going to visit the 501st booth. I think I mentioned that in my Rhode Island Comic Con uh, episode. <laughs> well, we appreciate it because we try, you know, we try to make it interesting. <laughs> it does make it interesting. I can't wait to hear from stories about that. Oh, that's a whole, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, again, we haven't got the time. <laughs> no, no, Rhode Island's a whole thing onto itself. Woo-woo! All right. Well, thanks so much, Kate. Loved having you. I miss you. Hopefully we'll see each other at the convention soon. Yeah. Are you coming down to Rhode Island? I probably am not. (laughs) That's a good choice. (laughs) I'll be real. No, probably not. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Also, I just want to promote that uh, my book is out still, and it's on Amazon. It's available. Um, That could have gone worse. Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. Uh, appropriately titled um and that's available on amazon it's doing pretty good it's doing surprisingly well actually i'm uh nice i've seen a number of people posting pictures of it yeah like it's showing up places like it's kind of crazy um and hopefully once we get back into convention game more it will uh, make more of a circulation in the convention world so then you can be a guest and do signings oh my god please i'm not that famous No, probably not. (laughs) All right, folks, have a good night. See you later.